This is Horsepower Happenings. Every once in a while, you get to the racetrack, and that pesky little bug crawls up and bites you, and you go, man, I had to dust off my driver's seat. No, I'll I'll never go back. uh, I'll never go back to full-time racing. I'm too old. I mean, there's there's some guys older than me still doing it. God bless them. Distinguished news, industry insight, and exclusive interviews. We wrapped it up at the end of last year. I will tell you this. We are going to run. You're the first person that's actually been told this officially. With Zach Heiser. Here comes Jared Horseman to the inside. He's got Max Dambaugh picked off. He's around Chase Ryan now. Jared Horseman up to third down the back straightaway. And Rich France. The number 11 Hilliker machine does have a flat right front tire, uh, some body damage. He may be able to come down into the hot pit and uh, replace his tire and get back out. Michigan Short Track Racing Authority. This is Travis Stemler. Showing what's for Trevor, the Hills Racing 47 Knot. This is Barry Marlowe. This is 14-time ARCA champion Ron Allen. This is three-time dirt car UMP national champion Rusty Schlink. And this is Horsepower Happenings. Good evening, race fans, and welcome into Horsepower Happenings. Man, a beautiful sunny Monday welcomed us to the start of this week, as Zach would say. Uh, tonight's show, well, it's going to be a little bit different. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But first, let's see what's happening in a Motor City Minute. The Wild West Shootout kicked off this weekend at Vado Speedway Park in New Mexico, and it was more of the same from 2022. Jonathan Davenport grabbed wins on Saturday and Sunday. Although, he had to survive a furious battle on Sunday with Kyle Larson. The event gets back in action for round three on Wednesday. The Great Lakes family of sprint cars held their 2022 awards banquet on Saturday at the Commonwealth Commerce Center in Jackson. Max Stambaugh with the Great Lakes Super Sprints, Keith Shepherd Jr. with the Great Lakes Traditional Sprints, and Brendan Cascaden from the Great Lakes Lightning Sprints were honored for their 2022 championships. And Champion Racing Association held their first awards banquet since 2019 in Plymouth, Indiana on Friday. Eddie Bandmeter with the Arcaceri Super Series, Dakota Stroop with the Jake Seri All-Stars Tour, Keegan Sabillo with the Vores Welding CRA Sportsman, and Jason Atkinson with Van Hoy Oil Street Stocks were honored for their 2022 championships. For Atkinson, it was his fourth street stock title. That and so much more happening on Horsepower Happenings this evening. Good evening, I'm Rich France, and, and yes, we've changed things up a little bit tonight. Zach has been under the weather for about a week, and and now he doesn't have a voice. I can see him, I can wave to him, but uh, he can't talk to me. So we're doing things a little bit different, not a peep out of him. So maybe that's a good thing for once, once in a while. So joining me tonight to fill in, he's the co-voice of the Birch Run Speedway, uh, Chuck Darling. Good evening, sir. You're getting awfully experienced at this. Yeah, two weeks in a row on Horsepower Happenings. How about that? Uh, thank you for the invite. Uh, was sitting at work on lunch, and all of a sudden I get the message, hey, can you possibly co-host? And I was like, I don't have anything going on. So, yeah, sure, why not? Well, that's not as bad as my thing at my text at 8.15 on Saturday morning saying I'm not going to be able to MC in a Warren's bag, but what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I found out, yeah, I found <laughs> I had to do the Great Lakes Sprints Banquet uh, on Saturday morning. So uh, it all worked out, though. It was a great re- weekend. What did you do this weekend? What were, were you keeping up on anything? What was going on? Yeah, I was kind of keeping tabs on some of the local drivers, a couple of drivers with ties to the Bertrand Speedway. Uh, Rob Sullivan and Adam Rowe both headed down to Dillon Motor Speedway for their New Year's bash down there. Unfortunately, uh, it wasn't a wasn't a good turnout uh, for either of the Michigan drivers as Rob had uh, motor problems. And Adam was running pretty good, but uh, finished 12th after a late race wreck. And I saw the replay and uh, good thing it's only cosmetic damage to the car and the driver is A-OK. Uh, do want to shout out Josh Hopkins as part of Roll Racing won the Legends portion of the event down there at Dillon Motor Speedway. And I know I was trying to catch up a little bit, although I had a really busy weekend. Uh, the Red Eye down at New Smyrna, we had a couple couple drivers from Michigan head over that way. Uh, one had pretty good had pretty good luck. The other one, not so much. Yeah, uh, Katie Hettinger making her debut in the Anthony Campy Racing number eighty one. Uh, ended up fourth in the Red Eye 100. And uh, 2022 uh, Midwest Modified Tour champion Waldo Brinsky uh, went down in a Jerry Lalonde prepared uh, modified uh, that was also prepared by Travis Eddy. And unfortunately, uh, 
they had engine problems and weren't able to start the feature but man does that car ever look nice i saw a picture of it i saw a picture of it uh when it was sitting down there in the pits and it does look sharp um and i guess uh you know travis said he did a bunch of work on that car to get it ready to go too yeah travis uh travis is part of the eddie and how racing modified uh contingent putting that together as well as john Parrish up there helping him up in uh the Edenville area up near Midland, uh, man, you know, it was a tough break. You know, Walt said that, uh, on Facebook that he did have a fun time while he was down there. And once they get the engine, uh, problem straightened around, uh, there'll be a force down there. Those cars, I'll tell you what, them modifieds that run down there at new Smyrna, man, oh man, they look like our outlaw supers minus the fenders for sure. Well, we that we didn't have a whole lot of racing going around here and that's about the only local racers, uh, had anything going but um there was some international news to be had though yeah formula one could be set for a new american team after cadillac and andretti announced its intention to join the grid cadillac a division of general motors and andretti owned by former f1 driver michael andretti have teamed up to form andretti cadillac their move to become the grid's 11th team comes just days after fia's top official called for more entries into F1. It is understood they would not join the sport until 2026 at the earliest, with F1 and its governing body, the FIA, yet to approve their prospective bid. The team would be based in Indiana with a support facility in the UK. Now, I got to say, I'm I'm not the biggest F1 fan. Probably uh, uh, the guy that pays the bills is probably a bigger F1 fan than Zach, either, either myself or Zach. But I don't know that there's ever been an American team based based in the United States to run F1. Uh, do you know? I don't know for sure. I do know one of our uh, cast members here at Horsepower Happenings keeps up on it. We might have to ask Chris Foby in the near future about that because he is really big into F1. But I think it's a good boost for it. Me personally, I don't watch F1. I do like the road racing aspect of it, but... I mean, it's really certainly interesting to see Andretti and Cadillac teaming up to join F1. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Like they said, uh, not until 2026 at the earliest. In more CRA news, uh, Track Enterprises and Champion Racing Association, powered by JEGS, uh, have announced that Scott Menlin will take over the series director position for CRA and its four series, including the ASA CRA Super Series, powered by JEGS. The Jags CRA All-Stars Tour, presented by Chevrolet Performance. The Vores Welding CRA Late Model Sportsman, powered by Jags. And the CRA Street Stocks, powered by Jags. Menlin, who has been an official for CRA for 13 years, both in a full-time and most recently in a part-time capacity, uh, has been the general manager at Nashville Fairground Speedway in Nashville, Tennessee, for the past three years for Trek Enterprises. Menlin will continue to work with Nashville Fairground Speedway during the 2023 season, helping develop staff members into a larger management role. Former CRA managing partner and most recent series director, Glenn Luckett, will remain with CRA in a consulting position with uh, and will help with the transition of Menlin to series director throughout the upcoming season. Uh, Luckett was recently hired as the general manager at Salem Speedway in Salem, Indiana, for new owner Nick Bohannon. Uh, Joe Ballish, Director of Race Operations for Track Enterprises, and Greg Wood, Director uh, Operations Director for CRA, will work with Menlin also, helping with his transition during the 2023 season. And now on the phone lines, we have the new Series Director for Champion Racing Association. Um, I think he's down in back in Nashville now. Scott Menlin, welcome into Horsepower Happenings. Yeah, back in Nashville, Tennessee, and thanks for having me, guys. It's been a little while since I've been on the show. Yeah, haven't had a reason. This was this surely was a big reason. Um, I guess I have to say that everybody at Track Enterprises Champion Racing Association they are great at keeping secrets. Um, <laughs> this came out late last week. Um, kind of tell me your decision. You've been at Nashville for three years now as a general manager down at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Uh, this is a big decision, big move for you. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but but for me, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, so I've been fortunate enough to be a part of CRA as an official, um, you know, part time and a little bit of full time over the past 13 years. Um, so 
very familiar with <clears throat> with the super series the jeg stewart sportsman street stocks um you know both the front side of cra and the uh, behind the scenes and the back side of cra so um so that made a lot of sense for this transition um so i'm looking forward to the opportunity to doing more work with cra throughout the year or a lot of work with cra throughout the year uh, and remaining for 23 here in nashville working with everybody at the fairgrounds as well with your history just a little bit of background you know you started with the, with the karting indoor stuff and then you went to the american ethanol tours and then to nashville um all of those none of the none, none of the four that you are do, doing now are like the other uh is is this like the the biggest task you've taken on do you think probably um you know, between what we do at Nashville Fairground Speedway, we have a lot of major events uh, and even our local racing programs are really big events. And there's just so much that goes on uh, with a venue this size and uh, right in the middle of downtown Nashville. So we have, you know, a lot that we do. It's high stakes auto racing here in Nashville uh, and same thing with CRA and now ASA and CRA. So with the ASA Stars National Tour that we're all working together on. Um, and then these four tours with super late models and pro late models. And um, so a lot of big races, um, a lot of serious racers. Uh, and so there's a pretty high expectation that's set for us. Um, and I know everybody here at Track Enterprises and the CRA management team that's been in place for a long time, uh, we're certainly all ready for that challenge this year. So with the decision and uh, the new position, uh, how hard is that going to be for you to juggle trying to finish off managing the 2023 season at Nashville as well as being the series director with CRA? It's uh, it's going to be tough at first. <laughs> it already is. <laughs> um, it's It's been a, a busy couple of weeks. Um, but as, as we progress, uh, I, I think it's going to get a lot easier. Um, so what... What we're going to do, we're going to bring in a, a few, couple more people to Nashville, um, some existing people and and some others that uh, will work into more of a management role and take a lot of the day-to-day -day tasks that I used to do off of my plate so I can focus primarily on what we're doing with CRA and those four tours. Um, so we'll run Champion Racing Association. We'll run a lot of the administrative work out of the Nashville office, um, some of our accounting team and registration and that sort of thing. Uh, and that's the nice part about track enterprises with uh, so many different tours and, and racetracks. We have an office in Macon, Illinois. We have an office in Charlotte. Um, so we can kind of spread this responsibility across into the departments that are best suited to handle it. Scott, I got a question. I did see that um, Track Enterprises has given back or uh, is not no longer promoting Macon Speedway. Um, are, are they kind of are they going all in with this ASA Stars National Tour? Is that why they kind of funneling everything down and and getting rid of the smaller stuff? I guess you could say. Well, <clears throat> I can't speak too much to. Uh exactly maybe the reasons on on making speedway and a change of ownership i know track enterprise is still involved a bit with making speedway um but yes a lot of resources are going into the asa stars national tour and the pavement late model series which for track enterprise includes asa southern super series asa midwest tour the cra tours and then that all kind of feeds to the asa stars national tour uh, which debuts March 11th at Five Flag Speedway this year. So at the beginning of the show, I, I announced to to our listeners that um, Zach is a production. Uh, he, he's doing it. He's a producer tonight because he's been sick for a week and he all he can do now is breathe. He can't speak. But <laughs> so he's giving me he's texting me questions because he he can still think a little bit. So here <laughs> here's a question from Zach. Um, Obviously, you and Glenn Luckett have a great relationship. He's been a mentor for you for essentially uh, your entire officiating administrative career. What are the emotions like him stepping down in his career and filling his shoes? Yeah, well, Friday wasn't wasn't necessarily easy at the at the banquet. It was a, a great banquet, and but it was not necessarily an easy night. Um, but that's 
that's what's going to help in in this transition uh, a ton is is you know i'm fortunate to to have a great re relationship with glenn and, and be able to learn from him for so many years um and and glenn is really uh to me set the bar for professional race control in the short track racing industry um and everything that glenn's done it with cra and working with rj and and greg wood uh it's it's been a really strong team and and one of the things that we talked about on on friday night is you know 26 complete seasons now for champion racing association going into 27 um and and glenn and greg and rj and eddie chu have built a foundation for success and it's withstood the test of time um and uh and help pave the road for brighter days ahead that we're looking forward to getting to work on right away and um achieving those brighter days so with the announcement of asa scott you've been around the game a long time what are your thoughts about the bringing back of the asa brand I, I'm really excited about it because um, I, I grew up with ASA and yeah, I, I think we, you know, all of us here did. Um, but it's, it's interesting, isn't it? You know, take a look at even the, the NASCAR schedule and some of the racetracks that they're looking at going to and, um, you know, what uh, Speedway Motorsports and Bristol Motor Speedway is working on uh, trying to accomplish at the fairgrounds in Nashville. And um, so bringing back some of the old school racetracks and short track days and uh, Arkham and Ard series East is going to flat rock speedway again. So a bit of a throwback. And then, uh, you know, here comes track enterprise rolling out ASA stars national tour. Um, so I'm really excited about it. Uh, I know there's a lot of people in the short track, late model racing industry fans and, and teams and sponsors and officials that are, are really excited about it. And, it's uh it's it's no easy task right it's there's probably a reason why it's been a while since we've had something like asa um and and mr Sargent and joe balish and, and the team that uh, we've been able to put together i believe is up for the task and and everybody's working hard weekends and nights and we're getting information out uh, maybe not as quick as we would like but we want to make sure that it's that this is done correctly and that the information is right and and it's the right thing for our sport as a whole moving forward as we get closer and closer to debut in the tour in March. Kind of following up on Zach's question just a little bit. Um, you know, this is probably your biggest undertaking of your officiating administrative career, not just one tour, but really four series with, you know, within a sanctioning body. Um, how, how easy does it make it for you when you already know the people you're going to be working with and you've worked with them for years? Um, and they know you, does that make it a lot easier for you? I, I think so. It's, it's funny. I was thinking that as you were asking the, asking the question, that is the nice part about it is so many of us, uh, you know, myself and teams and officials have worked together before, whether it's at CRA or, or at Nashville. Um, and, and, and I think we all recognize uh, we're, we're in this together. Uh, the, the race teams, the officials, the marketing partners, fans, and of course, promoters, um, you know, of the, those five groups, we can't succeed as a, as a sport, as, as auto racing entertainment, if, if we're not working together. Um, so I, I think we have a really good fundamental understanding of the significance of that with CRA and Track Enterprise, um, along with the, you know, recognizing the importance of the expectations that are set for us and, and people count on us. They count on us every every weekend um, to, to make sure that the gates get opened, that fans can get in, that the race is officiated uh, properly and fairly. Um, so there's a lot of pressure that goes with that, but uh, you know we're, we're a pretty solid group uh, and I've got a lot of confidence in, in the team that I'm fortunate enough to have uh, that, that I'm working with that we're gonna have a great year in 23. Well, Rich alluded to it. He talked about the Midwest Indoor Series, but before that, a lot of people know Scott Menlin as series director, but I believe if you go back a little bit farther, you were Scott Menlin the racer. So how did you go from starting racing to transitioning into a series official? Yeah, I'm not sure really how the transition happened. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was pretty quick. Um, but yeah, so raced go-karts for, well, I guess go go way back to the beginning. Um, 
the story goes at least i don't remember it but three years old flat rock speedway was was my first race uh, so a fan throughout and then started racing go-karts bandoleros legends and pro late models for a couple of years and uh, as, as that started to slow down i wanted to stay involved in auto racing and ended up uh, working over at Dixie and Owasso, or Dixie and Auto City Speedway for a for a year or so, um, and, and stayed with Birch Run for quite a while, and then started with CRA, and it just kind of transitioned and snowballed into where we are now, I suppose. Scott Zach has another question, and he he says one of the great things about CRA over the years is the standardizing of short track racing, giving several different divisions kind of a uniform set of rules uh, to work with and race under. Uh, as the new frontman for CRA, folks know your history with premier late model races, but talk about the sportsmen and street stock drivers now. What should they look for in the future? Is there concern about those divisions dissolving whatsoever? No, all, all four tours are very important to CRA. Um, and, and the street stock series has a great program We've got a, a really solid schedule for the street stocks this year, and and it's it's great racing, um, and and it's a mix of racers too, from retired late model racers that are now into street stocks to second and third generation racer racers and, and young guys, uh, and and the cars aren't easy to drive, so it's it's really a riot to to watch and be a part of. And we have a lot of success with the street stock races. The Four Crown is back this year. We've been able to announce three of those races and tracks on the on the uh, CRA street stock schedule. Uh, and and same goes for the Vores Welding and Steel Eight Model Sportsman Series. Uh, we've got a schedule about a race a month for those guys with a 200 lapper at Anderson Speedway. And we're going to take the tour to Salem Speedway for the first time in series history. Um, and, and so that that progression and that right uh, niche or market or classification for different types of racers that we have, we feel that there's a lot of value in, in all four series that Champion Racing Association has. When I was down at the All-American 400, um, I did have a get a chance to talk to Bob Sargent. He never has much time, so it's hard to track him down. But he talked about these regional series being leaner and meaner, which means get rid of the lower paying races. The one don't mean as much. And, and when the schedule comes out more premier races and you guys released the ASA CRA super series schedule just a little while ago. Um, and I think that reflects that. Yeah, I think it does too, Rich, uh, 10 special events, uh, that, that we have. So four of those 10 are a part of the ASA stars national tour. That's the Redbud 400 at Anderson, the glass city 200 at Toledo, the Winchester 400 at Winchester and the all American 400 at Nashville fairground speedway. Um, and, and then in the mix there, of course, we have speed fast here in just a couple of weeks at watermelon capital speedway in January, uh, the traditional CRA opener at Anderson speedway that we've had since 1997, uh, trip to Salem and then Indianapolis raceway park. So, they're all really nice racetracks with a lot of history and a lot of significance on, on why we go there. So we, we really put the quality um, in, into the schedule, not necessarily the quantity, especially when, as, as Zach noted earlier with one of his questions, the standardizing of super late model racing. So race teams can run these 10 and additional six with the national tour. Uh, and then you have the, the uh, ASA Southern Super Series presented by Sunoco and, and their schedule and the ASA Midwest Tour now all on more of a unified package that, uh, that that these guys can race across the country if they want to. And none of these races conflict with each other. So we, I, I know it's tough when you're trying to get four schedules together and get everybody, get all the information out there for everybody. But let's go now to the uh, JEG CRA All-Stars Tour. Uh, everybody knows if they've been paying attention, they're coming to Michigan five times in 2023 what are the highlights of that you haven't released that schedule i think that'll be released tomorrow but what are some of the highlights uh on your end of that schedule for 2023 yeah jake's tour schedule coming on tuesday uh special announcement first thing tuesday morning and then we'll have the rest of the schedule out in the afternoon but a uh, few few early highlights of that speed fest of course in in january that traditional event uh birch run triple crown is back those three events were great last year so we're looking forward to uh to those again and and seeing chuck up there uh 
Owasso Speedway will have a pair of races, a trip to Salem, Nashville Fairgrounds, of course, uh, you know, the traditional Winchesters and then uh, the big All-American 400 weekend. So uh, pretty solid schedule. We, we were able to, to space them out uh, a fair amount, keep them off of the Super Series races and the National Tour races. So some of the guys that have pro and supers both can can also run some of those. Um you know, we there there were a few places and shows that we just weren't able to make happen logistically this year. Uh, Flat Rock Speedway Rich is is one of those, and and I know we we got a lot of questions on that, and uh, we're we're looking forward to the opportunity to maybe make something happen there in twenty four with uh, Scott and Ron, which are great partners of CRA and uh, logistics. Just didn't quite work out for that one this year, but we're excited about the twenty three schedule for the Jag CRA All Stars Tour presented by Chevrolet Performance. So, Scott, before we let you go, um, we got to catch up a little bit, and we don't get to catch up that often. We caught up Friday at the at the CRA Awards Banquet. Um, kind of wrap this up. How, how's the first five days been for you? I mean, you still got a <laughs> smile on your face. It hasn't – and you're not bouncing off the walls yet. No, it's, uh, it's, it's been wild. It's been wild. The uh... – the uh, the office has been busy and paperwork and emails flying around, but it's and it's kind of been a need to know basis. We haven't really been able to sit down and and get all of the uh, CRA information and Nashville information together. We've just been having to work on the fly to get the schedules done. The rules are almost done. Uh, membership and licensing is is coming out. So there's just a lot that's happening really quick. And in the middle of all that, we had a banquet to put together. Um, so it's been busy, but we wouldn't, uh, we wouldn't have it any other way here at CRA and track enterprises. It's, it's what we do, uh, 24 seven, and we're looking forward to 365 days of it this year. Well, Scott, appreciate you taking some time out. I know, um, you know, finding 20 or 30 minutes for us is, is tough to do these days. <laughs> we know, we know how that works, but, uh, first of all, from everybody here, uh, congratulations, man. We know you're going to, um, do outstanding. And I think from a lot of people that I've talked to, uh, we're just waiting on a lot more stuff to come out from the ASA national tour, because um, I think that's going to be very exciting for you guys in 2023. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty big. That 10 race schedule is available. Stars national tour.com. Uh, all four CRA tour schedules will be up as of Tuesday, CRA dash racing.com and uh, Rich and Zach and Chuck, you guys do a great job with the show and, Appreciate all the hard work and looking forward to a great 2023 racing season. It's going to be right. good to hang out with you at Birch Run three times in 2023. So looking forward to that. And again, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Looking forward to it. Well, Zach, or, uh, Zach, yeah, Zach, I'm waving to you. Uh, Zach and Chuck, uh, you know, it's great to get get Scott on. You know, we, tr we try not to, to bug him too much. But with this announcement, uh, Chuck, I thought it was pretty cool. Um that's a big undertaking for Scott, and uh, and he's going to have his hands full all throughout the year. Oh, definitely. But I think if they were to pick one guy to do it, I think Scott is the guy for the job. I mean, he started out, you know, with Midwest Indoor Series and worked his way up and doing all these different series around the Great Lakes region. He's got the experience, he's got the know-how, he's got a motorsports mind, so it's definitely a great fit. And the added bonus is that he's joining the team as they announce that it's the ASA National Tour and all these other series are falling under that ASA banner. And it's just a big deal for you know somebody that has been around motorsports for as long as Scott to now see that transition and I, I just see nothing, nothing but big things in his future. I think we may have talked about this on our season end and review a little bit, but we, we, we can digress on it just a little bit. Um, I'm really looking forward to the ASA national stars, national tour. Um, first season, I think everybody has to be a little bit careful, but, but 10 races. And when we saw the schedule come out, they look awfully strong. Oh, definitely. And to have signature key events like the Glass City, the Red Bud, Winchester 400, All-American 400, it just adds to that prestige of the name. And you just think back to, you know, back yesteryears when ASA was formed from like the late 70s going into the 80s and names like Eddie and Trickle and Klawicki and Seneca and Martin and, you know, the list goes on and on and on of all the names that have came up through that. Now there may be a little bit of 
you know, that first year growing, but I think with the people that they have in place, I think that they have the right marketing behind it and they can make it a huge success. I think they wanted to do that to, to try and get one step ahead possibly of what SRL was trying to do. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on it, but obviously uh, 2023 is going to be a big season for Champion Racing Association. And Chuck, now we bring in on the phone lines a gentleman that uh, picked up a very nice award on Friday night at the CRA Awards Banquet. Uh, we have on the phone lines your 2022 Jake CRA All-Stars Tour Champion uh, in his first Jake CRA All-Stars Tour Championship. Makes his home in Owensboro, Kentucky. Dakota Stroop, welcome to Horsepower Happenings. Yes, sir. Thank you all for having me. Man, talk about this season. When when you set out, was the, was the whole plan for a championship, or did you just did you just start out so well that uh, you were kind of baited into running the whole season and, and giving it a shot? Well, you, you know, we went to speed weeks and uh, and and really had a lousy speed weeks. I mean, we were terrible, but uh, I felt like we we learned so much that uh, you know when the, we were looking at races and, and we went and run the the Jags race at Salem. And we run second. Uh, we had a we were leading the race there with I don't know eighteen or twenty to go, and had a fire steering rack bolts, a couple bolts of brake from asphalt coming up off the racetrack. We run second. You know, felt like we were the best car. Felt like we kind of got robbed of one there, and uh, and then went to Birch Run and run third, I believe. And you know, then it was like, heck, how, how do you not go? You know, run the whole deal since you've had two really good runs and uh and that was the first time i'd ever been to birch run and uh and, and you know the place I, I feel like yeah i feel like it drives like my racetrack here at home in whitesville kentucky kentucky motor speedway and uh i you know i just grew grew a liking to the place and uh and you know after that we just kind of kept plugging away and and uh and, and here we are you know, but it, it was not planned from the beginning to, to run the whole deal. Uh, you know, we, we knew we wanted to race a lot. And, uh, you know, we run some Montgomery races as well. But, uh, but you know, it just it played out. And uh, there was a few racetracks I'd never been to on the deal. And, and uh, you know, I like going to new racetracks. Well, the question I have for you, Dakota, being from Owensboro, Kentucky, is as you're doing a traveling series, did the – rising price of gas come into play in any part of the decisions where you kind of going oh, if it gets too high we might have to cut back <clears throat> I, I think it always comes into you know it, it it comes into your mind um you know we're in a trucking industry uh my, my family and i you know we we run liquid tanks you know coast to coast as well as uh, in the waste business, doing front load dumpsters and roll offs, you know. So we we deal with fuel cost every day, uh, you know, and, and keep keep a very good eye on it. And uh, yeah, you know, there there was times that that we looked at fuel cost and uh, you know, and and for sure made sure that we bought our fuel before we went into this state or that state. Uh, but but also, you know, when when the year started, and and we you know devoted that you know that we were going to run the whole deal. You know, we we stepped aside, and my my family and I had a talk, and said, "Hey, this is what it's going to take to do this deal." You know, regardless, you know, we're going to finish the deal that we started. And, and I think uh, what probably and I think what probably made it tough on you was, boy, Nick Nick Egan just didn't give you anything all year long, and you had to race him all the way down to the end. Oh, absolutely. You, you know. Um, Nick had some bad luck at Winchester, and we were pretty good, um, I thought. And then uh, we, we got run into there, and right front went down, knocked the toe out. Uh, so both of us kind of had some bad luck toward the end of the race. Uh, but, no, Nick, you know, the, the first race out of the deal there at, at Anderson, the first race in the chase, or I guess the last race before the chase, excuse me. Uh, you know, we were we were passing for the lead, and – and got run up the racetrack there and had some bad luck. Um, and, and Nick was able to finish the race. You know, we went into the chase, and, and he was able to win the first race into the chase. So, yeah, he, he put the pressure on us, uh, you know, but that made us perform. You know, I, I feel like we performed better. 
uh, you know, worked longer hours. You know, we, we just done everything that, that we needed to do. And, uh, and you know, he, he kept the, the fire lit for sure. So you were talking about uh, adapting to Birch Run Speedway. Uh, of all the tracks that you ran on the Jake Sierra schedule, what would you say was your favorite track versus like an Achilles heel for the racing program for you? I know the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we, we, we talked about that on Friday. Go on, I'll let you, I'll let you go. To, I had to throw that one in. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a toss up between Winchester and Birch Run. Uh, you know, I like Salem too. It's just rougher than a cob. Uh, but, but, you know, Winchester's always been one of my favorite tracks. And, uh, and, you know, then, like I say, this year we went to Birch Run and, uh, that's, that's become one of my new favorite racetracks. You know, I hope we can swing it to be able to run at least the triple crown races in 23 there. Uh, my least favorite track is by far Flat Rock. That place is whew, terrible. I mean, Damn, you know, I've skipped rocks across the water <laughs> that was smoother than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, if you swing the races at Bertrand Speedway, I'll kind of piggyback off from that and ask the question. If you win that first race, would you choose to start tail to try and win the uh, the bonus challenge by winning all three races? I think you've got to do that. You know, if you win the first one... Uh, you know, I don't think there's much of a choice, you know, you can say either I want it the easy way or you can, you can go on and, and, uh, even if you run second or third, you can say, well, you know, I tried, right? Exactly. Um, so, I, so you made an announcement kind of, well, we were an announcement. We were talking and you made an announcement. Um, you're, you're going to go full time. You've made a decision to go full time on the ASA stars national tour in 23. Um, uh, that's a big jump for you. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's that's our plan. <clears throat> you know, um, yeah, it's it's absolutely a big jump. You know, for our whole team, our whole operation. Uh, I'm, I'm dang sure not getting any younger. You know, neither is my father, uh, my mother. You know, and and uh, we just, you know, it's just us. You know, and my kids, they sacrifice a ton, but they they love traveling. They love going to the racetrack. Uh, my, my little girl. She'll be six this month, and uh, and my little boy is four. He'll be five in July, and it, you know they they're they're finally at the age to where it's fun and and they enjoy it. They love going to the racetrack. Um, so you know we're we're gonna go do some traveling, and and uh, you know our plan is is hopefully to be in the top ten, you know, halfway through the year, and and just kind of see how things go. You know, I don't know if most people know this. You brought up, you know, your your family business, but I don't know that most people know that your family uh, has a racetrack, Kentucky uh, Kentucky Motor Speedway in in Whitesville, outside of Owensboro. What makes you want to go on the road and and not race it at, at your own family's hometown track? Well, uh, th this past year, you know, we we elected, you know, in the past we've leased it out to several people, and uh, this past year we elected not to run anything. And I bought the, the bleachers from Gresham Motorsports Park, as well as a scoreboard, uh, the wheel and caution lights. And uh, we went in and, and redone the pit grandstands. And uh, we're, we're very heavily in a process right now of construction on the, the new bleachers that we bought from Gresham. And, uh, you know, the terrain's different. Everything's a little different. So it's, it's been a little tough. Uh, we still got a long way to go. But, you know, we, we hope to announce some big races. Uh, as well as, you know, hopefully at the end of the year, uh, a big late model race. We're going to do, you know, some some street stock races, um, you know, under the CRA rules. And, and hopefully, you know, we could do something to have the gas cars from Salem there. Uh, but, you, you know, you, you race somewhere your whole life. You know, you uh, you have a ton of laps there. And, and I feel like if you can get around Kentucky Motors Speedway, you can get around anywhere. The banking's a little different in one and two than it is three and four track's got a bunch of character um and, and you know i feel like it's a great place for us to go test you know and learn and and advance our program but but as well as i don't want to be one of these guys you know i, I was out of racing you know for a few years they're just hit and miss and uh when i come back you know to racing you know very hard and uh and, and pretty well full-time you know we, we all know it's a full-time deal 
it uh you know it, it dang sure didn't come easy and 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 i, I don't want to be one of these guys that they say well you know hell he's good at at this racetrack or you know he you know he, he's only good here but you get him out of his element you know he ain't, he ain't worth a hill of beans so i, I don't want to be one of them guys you, you know the places that challenge me the most hell that's where i want to race at the most. all right so Dakota, I got a question from our voiceless co-host tonight. So I'm just going, he, he's texting me and I'm going to read the questions. So he said, talk about that last night at Winchester a little more. Uh, it was classic playoff style racing. Uh, where really Zach or myself knew if it was going to be Nick or you that was going to be the champion until the race was over. How do you keep your head in the game through such stress, through a, such a stressful format to become the champion? Oh man, it, it was tough. You, you know, my, my father raced for years and, uh, he was on a radio. We were running inside the, the top 10 there for some time and, and they were racing very rough. I mean, they were, you know, wrecking cars left and right all around us. And, uh, when Nick had problems, you know, my father just come on the radio and said, Hey man, you want to win the war or the battle? And, uh, it, you, you know, it, it's pretty well obvious of what we wanted to do. Uh, so he, uh, you know, he just, he, he kept me on my toes and, and stayed on me, you know, uh, as well as John Turner, my spotter, um, you know, all my guys, man, they, they just stayed on me and, uh, it, but, but it was hard, you know, and it's, I, I was mentally and physically exhausted when it was over. Uh, you know, I, I was dang sure glad it was over. But, uh, but, but, you know, I also gained a ton of respect for Nick Egan and Mike Egan because, you know, they, they could have done it the wrong way. And, uh, you know, I feel like they, they work hard too, you know, and, and, uh, they, they worked for, for every bit of it as well as we did. And, and so I gained a ton of respect for them and, and, you know, hopefully a lifelong friendship because prior to that, you know, we had spoke here and there in the pits, but not much, but, after the last race, we went out in the parking lot, you know, and had a few adult beverages together and, uh, and kind of hung out and, you know, they're, they're, they're great people. They're hardworking, just blue collar Americans. And, uh, and, and, you know, I feel like that, that's what made it so good is, you know, to know that, that, you know, we're racing people like us. Right. And Zach has a follow-up question. Um, the attrition in that race was unlike anything that we typically see at a Jags tour event, it seemed like even, even the most conservative of drivers were getting caught up in other people's messes. How did you keep your nose clean as long as you did? Man, I, I was running several laps, half throttle, just trying to stay the heck away from everybody. Uh, and until, you know, I got, got around a squirrel, uh, that <laughs> bounced off the fence and hit me in the right front. And not knock the toe out. He, you know, bent the spindle. Uh, and and you know, at at that point, that's when I, that's when I, kind of, you know, second guessed my decision to hey, let's fall to the rear, stay out of all the bull crap. But you know, obviously, it, it worked out. But you second guess yourself when something like that happens. And, and you know, I kind of seen it as, as I was going to pit road to put a right front tire on. I seen everything, everything we worked for all year, just go down a drain. You know, we talked, uh, we, we were at the CRA Awards Banquet the other night, and I heard a lot of people talking about family and how important it was. Uh, you have some family at home. How hard is it? To, do they go on the road with you uh, whenever you travel, or um, is that kind of your deal? When you leave, they kind of got to stay home, and, and, and you're doing this thing on the road with your crew? <clears throat> no, I've, I've got, you know, my, my mother and father made every race. You know, come hell or high water, man, they, they made it happen somehow, some way. I don't care if they drove through the night, um, if they flew, you know, however they done it, man, they made it happen. And and my father and mother made sure they was there, you know, not only to turn wrenches, but to ice down drinks, to, to bring us food, whatever it took. You know, and there was, there was a few times that, that after Friday practice, we pulled out and took the car to the hotel, you know, if they wouldn't let us work on it at the racetrack or, uh, or like at, at Birch Run, you know, we had a distributor problem and it was like 5.30 in the morning when we finally got it fixed and, and we changed everything inside the car. We, we changed toggle switches to batteries to every damn thing. And, 
and, and you know, and everybody stuck right there with us. And uh, my my kids, you know, they they've went to several races, and uh, you know, there's there's tracks they like, and there's tracks they don't. You know, they they don't care much for the places they can't go in the pits. Um, you know, as well as I don't care much for it because it just makes it harder. You know, you split your family up, you split your you split half your team up. Um, so it, it it's nice going places that are kid friendly. You know, as long as you got kids that have been raised around it and know how to behave. So you so you announced this ASA Stars National Tour deal. Um, I guess I got to ask you, they're putting a lot of money up, uh, a one hundred thousand dollar points fund. Looks like there's going to be a lot of money out there to be made. Um, how how do you handicap your chances? I mean, you know it's going to be a tough field everywhere you go. Well, I, I plan to kick their ass at Anderson. You know that's that, that's the place circled on on my list. Okay. Uh, you know, we sat on the pole there this past year, um, and, and, you know, I, I just feel like it's a place that really fits my driving style. You can just drive the crap out of it, drive it in the corner, stand in the gas. You know, that's my kind of racetrack. Uh, you know, <clears throat> as well as I'm excited to go to North Wilkesboro um, and some of these other places. You know, I've never driven a Super at uh, at Pensacola, so I'm, I'm pretty excited to go do that, you know. Uh, I think it's going to take a few races to know how much to save and to know how hard to go. But, uh, but, but I, I really feel like, you know, eventually, you know, it, it might take several blizzard races, uh, you know, along with this deal. But, you know, I, I feel like that, that's the way you learn and that's the way you get better, you know, and there's several racetracks that relate to that. Well, Dakota, man, congratulations on your 2022 Jake Seary All-Stars Tour Championship Man, uh, you, you fought till the end. And this is where we usually always give uh, the drivers that come on the program a chance to give a shout-out to sponsors or the people that made it all possible for them. Yes, sir. I, I appreciate y'all having me. Uh, you know, Time DC, uh, that's, the, you know, that's our company. Man, the, the sacrifices of the people that that work there, the, the people – in management, the drivers, you know, everything that, that everybody does, you know, in order to help us and, and to help our team, you know, that's, that's just awesome. I'm, I'm glad we have such a team that we do. You know, I, I say it all the time. I've never seen so many good people in one place, and I, I truly mean that. Um, you, you know, as well as my, my mother and father, Willie and Lorna Stroop, um, you know, Carl and Nicholas that helped me, uh, John Turner, and, uh, you know, I've, I've got some great people in my office and, uh, you, you know, we're, we're just a, a bunch of hardworking rednecks, man. That's, that's what it's about. And those are the kinds that make racing so much fun. Great job on a successful 2022. And, uh, we look for big things for you in 2023 and hopefully see you at some of them races at Bertrand this year. Y yes, sir. Absolutely. Well, Chuck, that was pretty cool. Uh, always, always cool to talk to a champion. And uh, man, I got to talk to Dakota at the champ, uh, CRA Awards banquet on Friday. Um, man, he's just so fun to talk to, and and he isn't bashful, is he? <laughs> uh, no, he's not. But that God, you gotta love people like that in the sport. I could listen to him talk for hours. There's something about somebody with a southern accent and talking racing. You can just listen to him go on and on and on. <laughs> Yeah, and, I and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, Rich, the way he drove at Bertrand, I mean, he did pick up Bertrand pretty quick. I mean, he got knocked out, uh, you know, the last couple of races with no fault of his own, but it, with a third place finish that first time out. I mean, he showed speed. He showed, you know, he knows how to get around that track. I'm really hoping that his schedule will allow him to get to the three shows at Bertrand this year. Yeah, and I, I can't wait to see. I loved his answer when I asked him how he, how he was going to how he thought he was going to do on the ASA Stars National Tour. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to repeat it, but I thought that was that was classic. Hey, there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of confidence. And the other thing I liked about him is that, you know, when you asked him about his family's track, you know, he has the mentality of I don't want to be, you know, a shark in a big pond. I want to start out and kind of learn and get my footing in and see where I can improve. And it just makes him a better racer. So, you know, I look for big things out of Dakota in 2023. Yeah, so do I. 
So now we now this is the part of the show, Chuck, where in the summer we're really busy. We have them all lined up, and we start giving schedules out. Um, upcoming races around here, absolutely nothing, I don't think. Uh, but, Chuck, there are a couple events happening this week that you can stream or follow on social, social media if you like. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Chili Bowl Nationals. I know uh, the mouth of Kalamazoo Speedway, Jason Seltzer, is down there partaking in all the festivities. Um, that's kicking into gear. Going to keep an eye out for Carson Hosever doing some racing there. That's on Flow Racing. And as well, the Wild West shootout for the Dirt Late Models continues on Wednesday and into the weekend. And you can catch that on Flow Racing. Go Rusty Schlank, number 91. <laughs> and uh, actually, we coming up inside of three weeks, this... This should just be, we just this should just been a whole CRA show. Uh, CRA <laughs> Speed Fest is kicking off in t- CRA Speed Fest 2023, January 27th and 28th uh, at Watermelon Capital Speedway at Chris Motorsports Park in Cordial, Georgia. Uh, Speed Fest 2023 will consist of a $10,000 to win co-sanctioned event for the ASA CRA Super Series and the ASA Southern Super Series. That'll be a 150 lap super late model non-points event. Uh, the Jake Seri All-Stars Tour, presented by the Chevrolet Performance, will compete in a non-points 100-lap pro late model event. And in addition, the Southern Outlaws will stage a 50-lap feature. Legend Cars will go 25 laps, and the Bandoleros will also be on hand. They'll have a 15-lap feature event. More information, any more information you want to find out about CRA Speed Fest can be found at www.cra-racing.com. Well, Chuck, that should about do it for tonight. Uh We've been going a little long lately. I, I think uh, Dakota, we got we got signed up a little late, so we kind of we usually play the averages, Zach and I, and I th- we thought this one was going to be a little bit shorter one. But uh, Zach, uh, thanks for all the work tonight. Is there any? I know you haven't tried to say anything. We tried to keep it quiet, but uh, this is your chance to get whatever you can out of that voice before you can't we get keep out of a here. good man down. That's, Come right. On, Zach. That's right. I had to find a way, uh, even texting into the show. Uh, during those interviews, but I want to say thanks to you uh, for making the trip on Saturday to the GLSS banquet. I'd love to have been there, but nobody wanted to hear this. Um, so I, yeah, appreciate you making that happen on such short notice. Chuck, thank you for making this happen on such short notice as well. I really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Uh, always, always proud to help out friendly here for horsepower happenings. You guys do a great job. You take care of us at Michigan auto racing fan club and, you know, we appreciate that. Hey, speaking of that, don't forget in a couple of weekends, Michigan Auto Racing Fan Club banquet down at Zuckerow's uh, Banquet Center down in Chesterfield, Michigan. Yep, I will be there. And I think what we made Zach do that 30 seconds, he's not going to have a voice for another week, probably after making him, <laughs> after making well, him do that. planning on next Monday night, too? <laughs> Hold that thought, Chuck. I'll have you on speed dial. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see. But, uh, time to get out of here tonight uh thank you very much my my very special guest co-host this evening chuck darling uh i'm rich france have a great week and uh and a little teaser for you on the way out gary lindall will join us next week for his first gary did you know quiz of 2023 so have a great week we'll be back with you next monday night for another episode of horsepower happening you've been listening to horsepower happenings Catch up on past episodes by logging on to horsepowerhappenings.com and be sure to tune in next week to keep up on what's happening.